it's a hard act to follow, but I'll do my best. So, so I am very excited to stand here today and talk a little bit about when I became a Christian. And the truth is, I became a Christian when I was eight years old. And as you can tell, probably tell from my fabulous adult physique, I'm much older than eight years old. <laughs> and in fact, I'm nearly four times as old as that. So why has it me, um, taken so long to take this next step? No, not a step backwards, that's in a minute, but you know, we'll see where that goes. Um, and you know, was I just lazy? Yes. <laughs> but it's not just because of that. Because when I was a kid, the world was very big and exciting. Um, I was eight years old in 1999, which if anyone can remember that far, was very, very exciting. We had the Millennium coming up. We had a third Harry Potter book. And we had Pokemon. And there was only 151 of them to catch, so you actually had a chance to get them all. And I did, so. Uh, every week, I would go to church, uh, both on a Sunday and a Friday night children's club. And we'd play games, have fun, and eat lots of sweets. And the idea of praising God and learning from the Bible was another fun part of being a kid, uh, especially because most of it was from VeggieTales, so that worked out nicely. Uh, naturally, this means that I was more than happy to say that I was a Christian. And while I didn't necessarily take everything about going to church seriously, I can genuinely say that I felt God's presence in my life. I made a promise to follow him, and I wouldn't let him down. So let's talk about that a bit more. Let's jump forward to 2007. Now, for those who are counting, I'm now 16, and there are now 493 Pokemon to catch. <laughs> uh, through secondary school, I carried on going to church and to various youth clubs. And while my history of teenage misadventures was just as long as embarrassing as anybody else's, I can still say that I did try to the best of my ability to carry on being a Christian. Because while it was the end of going to youth clubs and attending them, I managed to spend quite a bit of time running them. Uh, I even get my weeks in the summer holidays to work at proper sleepaway camps, which I enjoyed immensely. Uh, not only was I helping young people to find their own faith, I was learning more about mine. And I was meeting lots of interesting and inspiring people um, from all walks of life who gave me the insurances that carry on living my life as a Christian was definitely a good decision. It was almost as if God was sending me a bright, shiny message that lit up the night explaining, follow me, it's definitely 100% the correct choice to make. So naturally the next step would be to be baptized. But as you might have guessed, you know, mid-act plot twist here, there's been a very long step between receiving this very clear and obvious message and actually following through on it. Because the fun but heartbreaking thing about being 16 is to yet pretend you know everything while being sure of nothing. Because even though I felt God's love and cherished being in his presence, I felt the need to explore more about myself and the world before committing to anything long-term. Uh, what if I was missing out on something else? even though what I already had was so wonderful. I still called myself a Christian, but I didn't want to leave my, because I didn't want to leave my childhood faith behind me. But I didn't want to take that next step into having faith as an adult. So I went off to university and did my best to explore everything the world had to offer. Now, the scope of this world was a small town on the Welsh coast with no decent transport links. So it was mostly a choice between the pub and the Christian Union. <laughs> and to be fair, I did go to the Christian Union and church, and I did my very best to look like I was fitting in, even though inside I'd have preferred to have been literally anywhere else. Look, if God is with me all the time, did I actually have to commit to spending my Friday nights debating the theology of predestination? Or could I just sit inside and paint Warhammer? Uh, as you can tell, I was really seizing those opportunities to live a rich and varied lifestyle. Um, but eventually, this smoothing, comfortable apathy 
began to become the norm in life, especially after university ended. I graduated and managed to set up myself an exciting little life in London. It's now 2014, and there are now 721 Pokemon up for grabs. And I'm all set to start an exciting new career. And I was still a Christian, even though I no longer went to church, read the Bible, or even prayed. But I still said I was. So that counts, right? But very quickly, this amazing new life I made for myself fell apart. Before I knew it, I was back at home at Square One with nothing left. And I wasn't happy. Like, seriously not happy. It's that very difficult type of unhappy that's very difficult to stop being. And just like I, when I said to everyone that I, was a I meant that I was a Christian, even though I wasn't really, I was telling every person I met who cared about me that I was happy, even though I wasn't. I lied to all those people, just as I lied to myself that everything was okay, even though it really, really wasn't. Now, there is a version of this story that could have had a very sad ending at this point, but our God is a very merciful God. And even though, like so many people out there, I felt there was no more joy to come, the smallest ember of my childhood faith was still burning somewhere inside me. Despite turning my back and ignoring the clear sign that, they, that he had given me, God still had a plan for me. Every day, as things didn't seem to get much brighter, there would be a little sign telling me to get to tomorrow. Sometimes it was a quick catch-up with a friend. Sometimes it was something really good on the telly. Sometimes it was the announcement there were now going to be 1,025 Pokemon to catch. <laughs> Lots of little things just kept me going, and I kept going every day. And eventually, I went from keeping going to choosing to keep going. I met lots of new people in lots of new jobs. Many of them were in or had been in similar circumstances to myself. And I realized I had met those people because I could offer something to them. Usually a laugh rather than answers. But it was something at least. A little bit of recognition that they weren't alone, just as I wasn't alone. And I began to feel that God was putting me to work. Eventually, I stopped falling into the situations where I found myself helping and starting looking for ways to make an active difference in people's lives. I did my best to be available friends who needed, to friends who needed an extra helping hand. I worked harder to be a better witness to my coworkers. I tried to be the kind of person I knew God wanted me to be. And one day, as luck would have it, I stumbled into another opportunity to God, for God to show he had a plan for me. I was invited out for a coffee, and that coffee turned out to be something called a dirty chai latte. <laughs> And all of a sudden, I was standing in the new church with new people, all of whom were very happy to see me. I know that this was God's next step and his plan for me. So here I am today, finally following three on what I knew I had to do half a lifetime ago. It's a commitment I wish I had made before now, but it's also a commitment that this is the start of something rather than a conclusion. I still have a long way to go to be the person God wants me to be, but I'm taking this next step in the knowledge that he has a plan for me just as he has a plan for all of you. And I can't wait to find out what happens next. Amazing, amazing. Ready? Joe, do you believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? I do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? I do. Do you turn away from sin, uh, renounce evil, and stand to follow Jesus Christ? I do. And will you, <laughs> and will you live within the fellowship of the church uh, and serve Jesus Christ in the world? I will. Well, upon profession of your faith, 
will baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But again, we're going to gather around Joe. So anybody who would like to come and lay hands on Joe and surround him as we pray, uh, do feel free to come up. I love that towel cuddle, by the way. That was glorious. Let's just pray for Joe. And again, if God gives a picture or a word, feel free to share. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for Joe. We thank you for the journey he's been on. We thank you that he's been able to see you and recognize you throughout. And we thank you, Lord, that he's recognized who you've made him to be. Lover of Pokemon and all, Lord. But we thank you that through the whole journey, he's been able to see you and recognize you. And we thank you for that burning ember that remained. And we thank you for those who fanned it into flame around. Lord, we thank you for his commitment to you this morning. And Lord, we do pray that you would again, through his obedience to you, just absolutely pour out your spirit and fill him with your gifts, your, the, the skills, the passion, the vision, Lord, all that he needs from you. That that excitement for it being a new day and a new journey would not just be for today, but that it would be every day as he seeks you, as he follows you for all that you have for him. Lord, we just ask for more of you in Jesus' name. Amen. But Lord, he has a longer journey to go. And we thank you, Lord, for this longer journey, for this commitment to you. And we thank you, our Heavenly Father, through the Holy Spirit. Lead him, guide him, and admonish him, Lord, in every single way through the power of the love of Jesus. Amen. Joe, I, um, I think um, the Lord just wants to remind you that um, you've made the right choice in making him your dwelling place. Um, and he wants to just remind you of all the blessings and the goodness that comes with that and that comes with just being and spending time in, in his presence. I just had... Um, some words um, from a, a song which are based on Psalm 84. I just wanted to read them out. Say, so, when I bow before you, I am richer than all kings. When I stand in your presence, I am free. When I sit at your table, I am right where I belong. In the doorway of my father's house, I am home. Yeah, just speak that over you now, Jay. Yeah. Joe, long ago, there was a song we used to sing in Sunday school, which is to say, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. And my prayer is that, Holy Spirit, you will refresh Joe every day of his life so that he will be able to trust you fully with every aspect of his life and to be obedient to what Jesus wants for you in your, the rest of your life. We bless you, Joe, in the name of Jesus. Amen.
Joe, God is calling you to be a storyteller, both in writing and both in oration. The art of storytelling is not lost. And God says to you, we're going to have many adventures together. I'm calling you to be a storyteller to those adventures, for in you is the gift of oration and to tell the stories as once were told and passed down in the Bible and as once was told around campfires and those stories will live on in others. Be my storyteller, Joe, to the adventures that we will have together. Amen. Father God, we thank you that you have uh, called Joe to this place, uh, that you have um, given him an enthusiasm to serve you and seek you uh, and to tell those stories. Uh, and uh, in the same way that the um, that Peter was called to be a fisher of men, so is Joe. And sometimes that will seem daunting and like it's too big a job. But like the enthusiasm for Pokemon, you've got to catch them all. (laughs) (laughs) All for your glory, God. Be with Joe. Amen. Joe, I've got a picture for you. I think you'll really appreciate this. And it was when you shared about your times of loneliness and isolation, this, this really spoke to me, what we are here as a family. That the armies of heaven looked upon you. And you were chosen in that moment. And it's in that loneliness that you grew and you had that tiny ember of faith. And yet as you stand there and you here you are with the armies of heaven surrounding you in the victory. Praise God. Come on. Amen. Amen. I definitely don't have a picture from anybody other than me in as much as I literally have a picture of you now, Joe, um, with a mobile phone rather than Pokemon Go. I've literally got you going, right, where's Jesus? And helping other people find him that way. And I think through the storytelling and through you being a fisher of men, he's going to use you. Make some noise one more time for Joe. (laughs) 